Welcome to the Cups of Consciousness show. I am Alea Dow, your host. I'm a doctor of oriental medicine, a sound healer, the author and founder of the Seven Cups of Consciousness. I have produced nine sound healing albums and have recorded over 2,000 meditations online. I am an energy practitioner and help people shift their consciousness using their energetic fields. And this show is all about using your energetic fields to shift your consciousness as well as exploring energetic concepts that help you create a more empowered and connected life. This episode is an energetic session that explores concepts, energetic practices, and protocols that are similar to a prayer, which help you transform particular aspects of your life. When you listen, recognize that some part of you is using your energetic fields to shift your vibration, which in turn shifts your consciousness, your behaviors, your beliefs, how you react and respond. You might even go into an altered state, so use caution if you're driving or doing something that requires a focused mind. With all of this work that I present, remember that it is your energy shifting you in your own unique way. That way you stay in control and empower with your process. So take a deep breath in, pull yourself into your line of light, and explore your inner terrain in a safe and supported space. Let's dive in. Thank you for joining us for the Cups of Consciousness podcast. On this episode, Mealea Dow, I'm going to be interviewing Nina Lynch. She is a practitioner on the Cups of Consciousness site on aleadow.com. And I want her to just dive in and Nina share with us a little bit about your background and what led you to become a Cups of Consciousness practitioner. Hi, Alea. Thank you for having me. So I was practicing as a clinical psychologist and it was like I needed something more that something that was going to work and something that was sustainable. And so I trained as a medium and then I was training as an intuitive guide. And um, and then I wanted to level up. And I also self-taught with books and for years since my mom had passed away in 03. And so when I leveled up, I was looking for an, another interesting book and I came across yours. And I, and when I read into that, I was like, this actually might work. And so as I was reading, I was really resonating with the work. And then I booked a session with you and then I I was hooked. Uh, so it, the work that I do, if it wasn't working for me, I couldn't pass it on and be an authentic to somebody else. So it had to work and it had to be sustainable. And so that's how I became a practitioner. That's fascinating. I love that story. And when you read the book, Seven Cups of Consciousness that I wrote, I think it was in 2016, what was it in the book that really called to you? What were the aspects or the concepts or the practices that really spoke to you? The the first aspect, or as many, but the first aspect was that you're never alone. Like we have these teams and guides and galactic guides and the nature spirits to call upon and spiritual helpers and healers. And they're like to utilize them and they they can model and help us in our evolution and help us with um, finding the root of the challenge, like the collaboration of it. Yes, that is what it was. Beautiful. That's that's true. I mean, the concepts in the seven cups are all about how do we collaborate with our body, with guides, teams, advisors, even ourselves from the future and the past to create 
a path of healing and move into a more harmonic vibration. And with that, and being a Seven Cups of Consciousness practitioner, what is it in your work that gets you really excited and passionate? Um, it's the thing that gets me most excited and passionate is working with the nature spirits and bringing them into the session, whether it's for the person or their pet. It's like um, it's collaborating with the nature spirits and like, oh, like, what is this piece? And it's like they help actually sh- help the the person shift or the animal by communicating with me and also modeling what what it is, the, the vibration of the solution of what they need. So, so it's really cool. Pretend that our some of our listeners might not have any idea about how to access other dimensions, use their energy fields. Can you tell us a little bit more of like the how, like, what does that really mean working with nature spirits or working with a pet? Like, do you have a conversation in the physical dimension? Like, hello, Fido, dot, dot, dot. How could tell us a little bit more so that people understand really what you're talking about with those energy fields and the nature spirits that exist in other dimensions? Um, so with an animal per se, I would, I would, it's like talking, you, you're inviting some energetic aspect of you to connect with them at the level of their higher self. And you actually start hearing what, what they're thinking or, or feeling. And it's like, Hey, nature spirit, like, um, what's going on? And it's just, just, it's gentle conversation. Like if you're having with a person, it's no different. And and they just start telling you, or you feel it, or I'll see, or I'll see what's going on. And then, and then I'll get to the root. Well, and then you help them shift that vibration by sending them information or, Hey, you can look at it like this. Would you like to take return that responsibility back to your steward and so then you're not responsible and holding all of their their stuff that belongs to them. So you just start working with them in the higher realms like that. It's like a gentle conversation. That makes sense. And do you have like in the last week or two or three or month, um, something that stands out of a nature spirit that you worked with, whether it was a tree spirit or a dog or a cat that you could share with our audience? Um, well, I did, this is kind of sad, but I did just work with a dog and I'm helping him transition to spirit world. And I could feel the fear of, even though I set up the grids. So it's like, I set up the debrief for this pet six months ago, but I was feeling into it and I was feeling this fear and it wasn't his, it was the steward. So I, I returned it back to the steward and their fear of losing the pet. And then the pet was like, it was just like this big weight off of its shoulders. And they they were so thankful. And I started hearing like um, light language about from this pet. So it was really cool. Oh, cool. So they started (laughs) communicating with you in light language. And just for our audience, um, light language, from my perspective, is the language we speak in other dimensions with our guides, with our spiritual family. And as children, you might have sort of had like your gibberish language and there's sounds, there are vibrations, it's energy that's transmitted in this vibrational language that I call light language. And Nina, you've also tapped into this light language and very cool that you're using that in your work as well now. Yes, thank you. It's so exciting. That's so cool. Um, When you think about the cups of consciousness 
and the seven concepts. So for any of our listeners that aren't familiar with the seven cups, the very first concept talks about we live in this multidimensional reality. The second concept speaks to what Nina was talking about of you're never alone. You have a team, guides, and advisors encircling you. The third concept is we use our inner challenges to grow and evolve. The fourth concept is wanting to learning how to shift something. You flip it into the solution, into the challenge. The fifth concept speaks about your body being a nature spirit and how you're an etheric being riding in the body. The sixth concept talks about gifts, wisdom, mastery that you've cultivated for lifetimes and holding those gifts within you and around you to protect you and support you and model. And then the seventh concept is you're never, uh, your, your essence is perfect. And so with those seven concepts, Nina, what was it that first really got you like, oh my gosh, that's the one. And it might, might be the one of like, you're never alone in using your team. And now, however many years later, because I think that you've been working with me for quite a few years and using these mm-hmm. concepts, what is the the concept that you've sort of like evolved and grown into that really speaks to you? Uh, that you're perfect inside. Yeah. The seventh like, concept. Yeah, the seventh concept. Yeah, you're perfect inside. Like that one was a little challenging at first. <laughs> so it's like uh, the self-critic and just learning to be gentle with yourself and, and your body too, because the, it's a nature spirit and it's 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 not... Um, it's a couple years or it could be a couple years, you know, behind you in its evolution. So it's like guiding your body and um, it's perfect too. And teaching her, she's perfect inside. That's beautiful. And so the first concept that drew you in was the using your teams, your guides, your advisors, being in a collaborative process. Yes. Cool. Yes. And now it's that seventh one of you're perfect and loving that light. And yes. I do do think too, with that seventh concept, it's such a powerful one of recognizing that we're perfect deep in our core because then we cultivate more self-love. And the more self-love we have, the more of a draw we have, and the more gentle we are with ourselves, as you were talking about, like letting go of that self-critic until essentially we don't have a self-critic because we do feel we're deep inside us. We are perfect and whole. Um, and is there another story that you would want to share with the audience of a session that you did that was really powerful that used these concepts or an experience that you have that kind of blew you out of the water and maybe even the person you were working with blew blew them out uh, in a good way. Anything come to mind? Yes, um, this was, I also do work with Gaia Earth and um, and this was on my farm and I was, I, I was under, I was with this little goblin. He was like a nature spirit and he was guided me where this creature was and I was very scared but with this goblin it wasn't as scary and I brought in more guides and more teams that help with portals and with this energy and it was it was like this beautiful transition uh, like transformation for a banshee he was under the ground so deep and it was like I was so gentle but by the time I helped him and and helped him transition to another place, but in a very good positive, you know, for his highest good, it was, um, it was like so much gratitude I felt from the nature spirits and Gaia. It was like for doing this, it was like, oh, we've been waiting for this. And maybe the Banshee too. Yes. Right. Because Banshees are very real. Yes. Very real. 
Um, and then you help the banshee go to an appropriate space, dimension, where yes. it could continue to learn, grow, be safe, supported, connected. Exactly. That's exactly yeah. what I did. Wow, that is amazing. And that actually like just brought to mind, um, it was years ago, I was living in Santa Barbara, and I was reading a book about um, fairies and elves, and it was in Ireland. And then there was a certain portion of the book where it was described, it was this chapter talking about banshees. And I was intrigued. And I'm reading along and my cat is lying on my belly. So I was in bed reading the book, cat's lying on the belly. And I get to the certain portion in the book describing in detail Banshee. And I felt this Banshee energy leap out of the book, right? Because books create portals and, yeah. you know, certain books, not all books do this. The Banshee leapt out of the book. And I was like, whoa, and then grabbed the back of my cat's butt and my cat like leapt off the bed because I didn't, I wasn't moving, right? So it could have been like me startling the cat. I didn't move at all. It was just like, whoa. And Banshee grabbed the back of the butt of the cat. And then the cat is, was energy was off for a couple of days. And I finally connected. I mean, like I realized the Banshee grabbed the, grabbed the cat and then I thought that the banshee would just let go of the cat, but the cat was not behaving like the way it had. It was disturbed. And so I did energy work to release the banshee off the back of the cat. And then the cat got better. So banshees are real. And I love that you helped it. Yes. So thank you. Cool. That is so <laughs> <It's>, cool. <laughs> it was very scary at first, but then I was just like, I just grabbed a magic wand and then we just went to work. It was really neat. And those of you that are listening, the whole premise that we are sort of operating from is, yes, we have our physical dimensional experience. And when there is a certain level of awareness, vibration, we're able to perceive other dimensions. And these other dimensions have consciousness, they have energy, there are beings. And so with the work that I do and that I've taught the practitioners of the Seven Cups of Consciousness, Nina included, basically we are bringing our energy and awareness into another dimension. We are perceiving the energy in that other dimension. We're helping to shift that energy in that other dimension, which then creates a ripple and reflection into the physical dimension, which then also shifts the emotions, the thought forms, and sometimes even the physical human form and nature spirits too. And so if you don't believe that there is consciousness and energy that exists in other dimensions, then you're operating just from the first floor, which is fine. But all of this work has the premise of bringing our awareness, gathering information in other dimensions, using these other, using the energy in the other dimensions to shift it in the other dimension and then create a different reflection experience. So just a little background on the seven cups and this multidimensional approach. And Nina, just to wrap up the podcast before we complete, I would love to have you share with the audience something that no one would know about you that you would feel comfortable sharing with us today. Well, um, I'm kind of simple. I, I live on a farm. I grew up on a farm. And I just like making these little fairy houses and, and like little sanctuaries, whether it's in the tree, my garden, and just 
I'll find a new area and plant trees. I'm obsessive with planting trees and plants and flowers. So I'll just go around and start planting everywhere. That is so beautiful. I love that. And if somebody wants to work with you, can you just share a little bit with people your approach, what you feel like your mastery zone of expertise is so that if somebody does have something going on in their life, they know how they could work with you? So my approach is very gentle and soft, and I work with the nature spirits. I can work with their animals, and I usually... Usually they'll come with their animals first, and then I'll see a piece for them. So if they want to combine that together, that would be great, too. And I work with them that way. And also, too, I know that you've worked with nature spirits in houses and on land, right? So if a house doesn't feel supportive or if uh, somebody keeps having accidents in a home or on the land, it's probably because there's a disturbance in the field with the nature spirits, and you can help open those lines of communication, help those nature spirits and that person living in the physical dimension live in a more co-creative, collaborative way. Exactly. Yes. Beautiful. You're also really good at clearing spaces, like creating this beautiful sacred container that clears old energy out of a space. So if you're moving into a new house, Nina as the gal, if you're leaving a house and you and you can't sell the property, a lot of the times there's a hold up in selling property because the nature spirits are holding on or the people are holding on. So again, Nina, you would be the go-to on that one. Yes. So if anybody wants to book um, a session with you, sometimes you offer free intro sessions. It depends on the time of year and your schedule availability. But for any of our listeners that want to explore having a free intro session with Nina and or booking a session with Nina to help you with your nature spirits, with yourself, with your home, with your land, reach out to her. We'll share a link in the link below in the comment section. And Nina, thank you so much for taking the time today and joining us for this podcast. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. You have been listening to the Cups of Consciousness show with me, Alea Dow. Receive a free month of the Cups of Consciousness. Go to sevencupsofconsciousness.com. When you get your free month, you will get five cups a week for four weeks. You'll also receive access to a live tall cup of consciousness session. Feel free to review the show. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Aho.